All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a camera to the light of the universe. Because we see to get the stars, or to be chosen them because we are human, this pointless reading. Do the stars were right, they could plunge from worlds, worlds, and star. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today... We'll be playing Session 1 of The Reanimator Returns, a Pulp Cthulhu scenario written by Leopoldo Rueda and published by Stars Are Right. This scenario is available to buy and run for your own group. Just check our website or buy it directly on DriveThruRPG. Link below. Now, how are you all playing and who are you today? Lydia. Hi, everybody. I'm playing Jane Castle and I like my bad guys like I like my orange juice. Pulped. <laughs> no. My pun. No. First pun of the night. First pun of the campaign. Oh, so crisp. So ripe. Jilly. Hi, everyone. I'm Jilly, and I'm playing Buck BJ Jones. And I too was going to make an orange juice pun, and so instead, you'll, I'll give you nothing. Oh, sorry, Jilly. Stolen oh, <laughs> so okay. What a crime. Fedra. Hello, I'm Fedra and I'm playing Dr. Christine Wilkes, the resident mad scientist, and I am super, super excited to be here. <laughs> you, have to, you have to tell them that her archetype is egghead, otherwise you just... <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> My egg puns make sense. Our listeners know everything. <laughs> they know. <laughs> And Hal. Uh, hello, I'm Hal. I am playing Stone Cold Jack Stone, and I don't have a joke at all. I just really like that his archetype is beefcake. <laughs> and I'm Braden, your keeper for the day. And pun about orange juice, blah, 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 blah. So let's get started. Insert <laughs> <laughs> juice here. Amazing. <laughs> We've begun well. With a luck roll, everyone. Uh, let's get things going and. Do you remember uh, the, the light roll? Brayden, I protest is... at this yeah. breach of tradition. This is not our way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see what we got here. What is 12 times 5? For those listening at home, luck is a resource that is used quite often in Pulp Cthulhu. So getting a high luck is quite paramount to your character's survival. Lydia, what did you roll? I've got 55. Nice. Jilly? 45 for me. Ooh. Ooh, party luck. Fedra, how about you? 60. Nice. And how? Also 60. Twinsies. Okay. Pretty down the, down the middle. Quite average luck here. But I'm sure everyone will be just fine. 
<laughs> mm. Such confidence. Yeah. You are all members of the FBI's Department 29, a secretive organization created by President Hoover to investigate the unknown. You're all called into your superior's office. Well, rookies, it's time for your first assignment. Although most of what we do here is harmless, just check it on weird happenings and finding reasonable explanations for them. This one will take you out to the sticks and could be a live one. I was handed down this news article. Yes, it is correct there have been some odd occurrences out there in the past few years, but those cases mentioned have been dealt with by the proper authorities and are classified and considered solved and highly unlikely to be related. The reporter responsible for the news article has been missing for a couple days, so the powers that be want to check out if there's anything to be concerned about going down in those remote areas of Vermont. Seems like a magnet for lunatics. Well, I know I would go crazy if I was stuck out there in the sticks all my life. Off you go. Keep me posted. Good luck finding a telephone out there. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as the superior finishes speaking, you're all quickly ushered out of the office and thrown into a Department 29 company van. Before you head off, a duffel bag of outdoor essentials is dropped into the back of the van and the doors are slammed shut. Now, the drive to Coulter Fields takes around 12 hours and is an absolutely exhausting one, but you manage to get through it by driving in shifts. After what feels like an eternity, you see the sun slowly begin rising over an isolated dirt road ahead of you. There's nothing around but farmland for miles, and the only indication of civilization is a sign that reads, Welcome to Coulter Fields, Coulter Town, 25 miles. As you are driving ahead, you see immediately someone running down from a side road, perhaps, or a driveway. The man is looking in a panic and you quickly notice that one of his arms is missing and there is blood spraying out over the ground as he is sprinting down to the road and waving his one good arm in your direction. What do you do? Who's driving? You all say and then no one's driving. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those newfangled self-driving 1930s cars. (laughs) Uh, up to you who's driving. Jane's happy to have been driving. Okay. Okay. Also, I totally thought when you said waving and he's only got the one arm in my head, he was actually holding up his severed arm oh and he gosh. was waving it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought as well. Nothing to worry about. This is just a resourceful hitchhiker. <laughs> Jane, look. The, someone, someone's been hurt. Do you think this is related to the case? I, I don't know. We'll, we, we can't just let him stay there. Um, h- hang on, everyone. And uh, she breaks hard. Okay. Yeah, you break. And he continues sprinting straight for your car with a look of just terror and anguish on his face. He eventually gets to the side unless you're getting out to meet him. Uh, yeah, as soon as, soon as the van stops, Buck's going to jump up and slide the door open and and get out and take a sort of point position to like i'm 
wanting to help this person, but I'm also conscious that I don't know who they are and if they pose a risk to us, so I'll have one hand sort of protectively on the hold of my pistol as he approaches and I'll say, hey, slow down, what's happened? Yeah, he's screaming, screaming in agony and asking for help. Uh, I'll have everyone roll a quick listen roll while this conversation is happening, please. Can I use my brass trumpet? <laughs> It's definitely all in a noise that isn't a language. <laughs> okay, an earth language, in which case I can decipher it with my brass trumpet. <laughs> can you tell us a bit more about this brass trumpet the listeners haven't heard about? Well, as you already know, I am a mad scientist, so I have many contraptions to help with my <laughs> progress. And my, the only one I brought with me for this particular mission, because I thought it would be the most helpful, is a one-foot-long brass trumpet that can uh, trans lived in lifetime translate any language of Earth into my ear. Oh, wow. Useful. Including um, Incredible. <laughs> generic screaming, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes through in like AI voice, so it's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like that TikTok voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I failed my listen roll for one <laughs> point. Uh, it's because the trumpet's like... Too long. It's not helping. It's echoing. The trumpet's got earwax in it. <laughs> <laughs> I failed mine as well. Okay. Did anyone pass? I failed mine also too. Also a fail by six. Fine, I'm going to spend one luck point because someone needs to succeed, yeah. honestly. Okay. I'm surrounded by idiots who can't hear anything. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right. And I think that Buck failed because um, I've ran to the person and tried to get him laying down on the ground and I'm shouting back to the van, somebody get the first aid kit, this person's seriously hurt. I'm going to listen as I'm running there with a the first aid kit, just because I'm assuming that I'm the best one at first aid, but I might not I've be. I've only got base. 50 over here. 55. Not a competition, oh. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the man collapses into your arms. A uh, thin man with a well-groomed moustache and hair, but he looks a bit uh, dishevelled right now. He is obviously missing an arm, uh, and he is screaming to you, Buck. Um, he's saying, They're fucking coming! They're coming! I swear to God, they're coming! And Dr. Christine Wilkes, as you point your... <laughs> earphone over in that direction, your ear trumpet, so you are trying to hold it up in his direction, but you quickly realize it's English. But there's a brief moment when you're pointing it at him that you focus in on noise coming from the background behind where he ran from, and you Ooh. can hear a very powerful engine starting up and then heading in your direction. Someone's coming after us. Let's put him in the car. Uh, he's no match for us. We'll we'll try and help him out. He seems to know yeah, things. Yeah, where's the nearest hospital? Hospital? There, there ain't no fucking hospitals here. It's okay. I think I can fashion a bionic arm for him. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me, let me see what I have in my bag. I'll just stuff in the glove box. <laughs> A couple of old maps and some sunglasses. Yeah, as you pull the egg beater out of your, your bag, uh, all of you notice <laughs> screaming down the pathway that he ran is a tractor, perhaps, uh, with two 
crazed-looking individuals riding it, both of them wielding uh, weapons, one of them with a machete and the other with an axe. But the thing that puts you off about them is the fact that their tractor is... It has a bunch of spikes mounted around it, and there's just stacks of cow heads still fresh and dripping with blood just piled up on top of these spikes some of the spikes may contain like a the carcass of like a cow that's been beheaded um it's just a, a horrible scene so i'm gonna have everyone roll a sanity roll for me please the first of the game coming in hot that is a hard success here i'm thinking about okay. bionic arms instead that's okay <laughs> yeah hard success for also a hard success okay. for Jane some kind of mobile barbecue truck <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally harmless mm. disruptive in the food industry though uh, that's a 37 <laughs> success under 45 okay none of you lose anything but this tractor is screaming in your direction uh, I think we'd better get into initiative so, uh, Jane Castle, you are first. Okay, uh, I think Jane is essentially going to run as fast as she can back to the car, and she's uh, going to be revving the engine uh, so that she can make a really quick getaway as soon as everybody is in the car and safe. Okay, uh, Buck Jones. Um, I'm going to take up position just inside the back of the van with the sliding door still open. I'm going to get down on one knee and I'm going to wait until they come into view and as soon as they do I want to squeeze off multiple shots and try and take out the driver. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, they have, uh, they're definitely in range of you now and you've got a pretty good view of them if you'd like to take your shots now. Alternatively, you can wait around and aim and then the next round you'll get bonus die on all of your shots. Uh, so I've got the pulp talent of rapid fire, which means I ignore penalty die for multiple handgun shots. So I think I'll just go for it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've got a 70 with my pistol. So is it three attacks I can do this round? Yeah. Right. Uh, that's a zero, zero, 003. Okay. Extreme success. Nice. And 94. Okay. And a 62, which is a normal success. Okay. So the first strike, uh, roll damage for me. It would be your maximum and then roll once more. Okay, so the max damage is 1d10 plus 2, which is 12. And the second damage, I've rolled a 6 plus 2, which is an 8. So 20 total. Uh, so what was the first amount of damage? Uh, uh, the max damage is 1d10 plus 2, so 12. Okay. Yeah, that first shot, you aim at the driver and the bullet sinks directly into his neck and you must have hit his spinal cord because his head just rolls off the back. Perfect. The thing that concerns you is that the body is still holding on to the handles of this tractor and is just continuing in your direction. You're not sure if it's just locked up, but yeah, it's still coming in your direction. 
The second shot that you shoot into it, however, hits into a leather apron and just does not appear to affect it at all. But, I mean, it is headless now, so that would make sense. I'm just going to shout, that should slow them down, hit it, Jane. Perfect. That's going to bring us on to the two of them. You will watch as this headless body turns the tractor to aim at the car. And I'm going to have you all roll a sanity roll as you watch a headless body begin making movements. <laughs> okay, that's not normal. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. Also a fail. Hard success, just another Tuesday. <laughs> a pass for me by one point. Okay, uh, roll a d6, those of you who have wow, failed. Wow, we are starting d6. hard, aren't we? <laughs> that's a three. Oh, no. Five. <laughs> oh no! Yay! Roll an intelligence roll for me, please. <laughs> you can, s- you can spend uh, ten luck to negate uh, yeah. all of that. You can Ooh, spend okay. luck if you'd like to get rid uh, of it. Did you say spend ten luck to get rid of the whole thing? Alternatively, you can spend two luck to change it to four four sanity points, so you don't have a about. Yeah, I think that's a nice median. I think okay. I think we'll do that. <laughs> okay, excellent. Make use of the rules. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah, these two are aiming their tractor in the direction of your car and are flooring it. You watch as flames begin coming out the back and the thing speeds up and there are some spikes kind of aimed in your direction as they're charging towards your van. Uh, That'll bring us on to Fedra with Dr. Christine. Okay. Uh, I think after having lost three sanity, Dr. Wilkes is panicking. She's not thinking about bionic arms anymore for a moment. So she says, she she just says, go, 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 and then just grabs him uh, and starts dragging him into the car. And then she says, Jane, drive! <laughs> 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 That's funny to us because of Stranger Things. <laughs> they keep yelling at Joyce to drive, like it's going to make her drive. go faster. <laughs> it's like painting red stripes on a car. It makes it go yeah. faster. <laughs> and the quicker you yell as well. Yeah, exactly. totally. <laughs> Jack Stone, uh, how, what are you going to do? Um, so if everyone's just climbing into the back of the truck, then I'm going to kind of like big bear of a man if at all possible i'd love to with one hand just grab uh, our new npc friend by the collar and just yank him in uh, and with the other hand bring up a shotgun with an underslung bayonet and if i can let off a shot at this thing that's mad maxing its way towards us are you shooting at one of the two things on the or are you shooting the tractor itself well, I figure this thing is probably like a, a nightmare of uh, steel and flame, right? I don't think my shotgun's going to do much to it. Like, are we talking like a thing covered in cow catchers and armor plating, or does it have exposed tires or something? Oh, it definitely has exposed tires. Uh, it's not, like, expertly made by any means, no. Oh, okay. It's a contraption that's haphazardly put together, definitely. Okay, awesome. Well, seeing as knocking off one of their heads didn't do much to uh, slow down the driving, 
Uh, I'd like to bring Jack's considerable um, mechanical expertise to bear. He used to work in a, a machine shop, or what was he? he? Was a mechanic during the war or something? He know he knows engines. Okay, so yep. if I could just like Terminator Vision scan this thing and like try and isolate a weak point, like ah oh, that axle looks iffy, or you know they've used the wrong kind of tires on the front there, I'd love to shoot for a weak point if I can. Okay, yeah, roll the mechanical repair roll, and I'll give you a location to shoot. Awesome. Yes, please. Got seventy points in that. <laughs> That's a ninety-two, Jack. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, those wheels are exposed. <laughs> so exposed. <laughs> Should I roll to shoot these clearly armor-plated wheels? I, I'd say you could uh, push the roll if you perhaps ran maybe five, five meters, five yards away from the car just to get a better vantage point, but you might isolate yourself. Yeah, the van that is like starting without me <laughs> and is going to take the rest of the party away at speed. I think maybe I'm not going to... No. <laughs> I don't want to end the scenario right here for Jack just getting flattened. That seems bad. I might slow them down slightly. Maybe you could steal Christine's ear trumpet and use it like a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> Big tough guy just like staring down this trumpet. You know yeah, I'll accept that as a push roll, but if you fail it, you drop the trumpet out the back. <laughs> Instant destroy my trumpet! How could you? Oh, no. <laughs> the one thing of value I've had on me, I haven't even made my bionic arm with a whisk. I'm, I'm really sorry, but it's too funny not to do. <laughs> I do have very good odds, okay? I've got a 70% chance here. So he does, he just grunts, grabs the trumpet. <laughs> and starts looking down it like a kid playing make-believe pirates. <laughs> oh my Christ, that's a 75. I am going to scream. You can't see through an ear trumpet. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> and I throw it out the back. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> you owe me a new ear trumpet. Useless. <laughs> and I guess I just fire randomly. <laughs> okay. Um, how does that? Should I roll to fire, or are yeah. we assuming I just yeah? No, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Roll, roll your shot, Brayden. I want you to please consider removing whatever curse you've applied to my dice, because this is unfair. <laughs> that was a ninety-six. Oh, oh wow! No. I'm please. You shoot the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shoot yeah. the trumpet. That's what I think of that. Um, yeah, it is not a fumble, I'm pleased to report. I have over 50 in the skill, but um, I am sad. Okay. <laughs> I was ready for horror. Why am I crying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fire a shot in their direction. It ricochets off of some of the armor plating on the outside, and uh, that'll bring us back to Jane up the top. Jane, although she is wearing very impractical for driving and especially for evasive driving high-heeled shoes from Paris, slams <laughs> on at the acceleration and yanks the wheel to all the way around and does a big handbrake turn and starts speeding as far as she can in the direction away from where the tractor is pointing. Okay. Roll me a driving, a drive auto roll. Okay. What have I got for drive auto? Oh, I got 50. Not bad. 
Nice, nice. Glad you're a driver. Hey, 27, yes. Okay. Um, in fact, can I spend two luck to make that a hard success? You can, definitely. Hurrah. They come screaming down this driveway towards you, uh, and that headless body is definitely still moving because it takes one of its hands off of the steering wheel for a brief moment to pick up its machete again and start swinging it as they're about to clip your car. But you manage to, just in the nick of time, take off so that they uh, clear the road and actually land in a ditch on the other side uh, as you quickly drive off into the distance with them behind you. Phew. Everybody okay? Dr. Wilkes is trying really uh, fervently to like stop the bleeding from a, a patient. So she's like first aiding as hard as she can in the back of the car. Yeah. It looks like there's been like a, a poor attempt of like cauterizing the wound, but he's definitely still bleeding. So please, yeah, roll a first aid roll or medicine roll. Any, uh, could I assist okay. with the first aid? Sure. Yeah. That would be I thought amazing. we left you behind. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I threw your trumpet away because yeah. I didn't want to get out of the van. <laughs> Damn it. I, <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, he apologizes, like, sorry about your trumpet, Doc. How can I, I help? You. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been you. <laughs> should have been you. Uh, I'm like, hey, hold this. And I rolled a zero zero four without the <gasps> bonus die. Oh, wow. <laughs> Incredible. Roll, uh, let's roll the bonus die. Why not? That is worse somehow. Um, <laughs> Imagine. So that is definitely an extreme success. And wow. I'd like to use my extreme success to fashion him uh, a basic bionic arm <laughs> that he can use to whisk eggs. Whatever. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there's like a car, like a car, the, the tire thing that you un, like unscrew the tires. Uh, what yeah. is it? Car equipment in the back of the truck. Generally creating weird science tire. objects takes days and a fair amount of money, but you know. I'm just tap, typing it, taping it with adhesive tape, really. A, a rudimentary tire iron arm is a-okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a tire iron <laughs> taped to the stub, whereas um, <laughs> used to be. Which is not bleeding, I assume. Yeah, exactly. You healed four points uh, from him, which takes him back above, so he no longer has uh, a major wound somehow, even though he's missing an arm. So his arm grows back, <laughs> he I has, assume. He has an arm now. It's <laughs> yeah. a tire. It's better yeah, exactly. than his previous arm. I say, you're welcome. And then I start like, taking little sketches for how to enhance the arm later, when this time. It's going to be a flamethrower in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I was sure I was going to die in there. Do you know Norman Cassidy? That, that, that's me. I. How do you know me? We know things. What? What? We were sent here to find you. Who are those guys? Oh, I. I came poking around looking for answers about this town, but I didn't get very far before I started meeting some resistance. Uh, I stumbled onto their property, and, and he looks down at his. Well, his tire iron arm now, and says, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, 
They were making weird art in there, chopping up cows and using meat to create statues and shit. It was disgusting. You, you got to get me out of here. I, I, we're, we're driving into town now, not away from it. What do you mean you were looking for answers? Answers about uh, what? I mean, there's been heaps of disappearances here, but my uh, sister went uh, out on these roads and disappeared a couple of years ago. I, I don't expect her to be alive anymore, but I, I, if I can find out what's going on here, maybe I can put whoever, I don't know, kidnapped her, murdered her to justice. You think it was those guys in the tractor? Well, I was thinking so, but I overheard them having a conversation, asking if they were asking each other if the uh, major would like their art, whatever that means. So I'm I'm not exactly sure what huh. the fuck's going on here in Colter Town anymore. You think the whole town's in it? I don't know. I didn't get in there yet to question any of them, but. I think we should pull over somewhere before we come across any more people. We need to take this slow. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, find a, a a back road somewhere. You know this area, right? She says to uh, says to the guy, uh, can, can you direct me somewhere? Like, I don't know, a, a barn or, or, or somewhere else isolated? I, I, I heard a, a few stories about how their lumber mill burned down. And the frame of the building's still there. Um, uh, that's probably abandoned, so maybe we can take shelter there. Good enough for me for the minute. Okay. He'll uh, direct you. So these statues... <laughs> Never mind, I will talk about them later. I'll just take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is a weird question, but did anyone else see that guy's head come clean off and he was still staring? Are you sure it wasn't one of the cow heads? It wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was one of the... No? My aim was perfect. That guy should have been down. I'm trying not to think about that. Fascinating. You've seen them do that before. Keep going when they should be... They should be dead. Yeah. No. I mean, I... I only got here a couple days ago. And, I mean... I haven't seen any of them lose their head like that. You, uh, you lost your arm, though. They do this to you? Yeah. Chopped it off and tried to cauterize it. I don't know why they're trying to keep me alive. Did, Did uh, the arm move at all after they took it from you, or...? No. No. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. Maybe for this art of theirs. I mean, I'm from New York. I understand avant-garde artists, but uh, this is taking it a little too far. So do these statues include any machinery? Are they static? Are they completely like biological? Or do they have any kind of contraptions related? I'm kind of quite curious. I'm trying to picture the kind of... No? They were made of meat. Just meat? No, no connected... Connecting equipment? Or? Nope. No okay. metal, no nothing. I wonder what kind of adhesive they used. I know we're all excited about the meat statues. <laughs> I just want to be, just want to be clear 
about what kind of town we're driving into here. Are all the locals like that, Mr. Cassidy? I only spoke to one other, uh, a farmer, and, uh, she, she wasn't very happy with me being on her property and waved her shotgun around a bit, so... That sounds more traditional. Yeah. I definitely, from the one other person that I've met, I didn't seem to be quite as sadistic as those two. Not really a high bar to clear, though, is it? No. I'm real sorry to hear about your sister, mister. Um, you think it was them? Should we be circling back? Maybe cover a night? Case the place? Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Potentially. As he says that, you pull up to the side of an old brick building. Um, you can see that all the windows have been burnt out and there's char marks on the outside above the windows where the fire that once uh, raged inside uh, spilled out. Um, it appears to be overgrown now with lush vegetation and completely isolated and without anyone nearby. What do you know about the, the fire that got this building? Uh, from what I heard, it killed the uh, owner of the town and some of his sons. And his uh, widow ended up moving away, leaving it abandoned. Abandoned the town and abandoned the mill and also the uh, manor in town. And when you describe it as being lush and overgrown, does this look like it predates his sister disappearing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It looks like late, like 1800s even, or maybe like early, early 1900s, like probably 20 years ago at the very least. Well, there might be something interesting inside, so we go look. Uh, Jane will try and park the car somewhere that's not obvious, like if there's maybe the shadow of a tree or a barn, somewhere like that. Somewhere they can get to easily, but that it's not obvious there's a car hidden there. Yeah. There were once uh, some like quite large doors, wooden doors, that have now been burned down uh, that actually go into the mill itself. So you could probably reverse the car in and keep it quite hidden out of view inside the mill. Yeah. Definitely reversing in so it's easier to make a quick getaway if they have to. Nice, yeah. Yeah, the inside is scorched, uh, but there's, like I said, vegetation growing inside. Nature's slowly reclaiming it. Um, you can see from a brief look around that there are a couple of old chainsaws that look like they were just out of way of the fire and a number of wood axes as well in here. The buck's going to go over and hoist off a couple of the wood axes and feel them for their weight and then I'm gonna tuck one of them into the, the belt of my trousers. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna walk around like, taking in the the sight of this burned building and rub my hand along some of the scorched marks of wood and sort of absentmindedly rub the scar on my face while I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. Are the chainsaws working? Uh, you pick them up they still have fuel in them, but you'd assume that the fuel, since it's been sitting there for so long, is uh, probably no good. You can definitely roll a luck roll if you'd like. Why not? That is a fail. 
Okay. Yeah, it's very likely no good. Uh, in saying that, however, I mean, you've got a car, not that it would use the same fuel, but you could probably use your mechanical know-how to uh, get these things going for sure. I'd also um, just love to, out of character, draw the good doctor's attention to um, her resourceful pulp talent, in case that's of interest. Seems a bit early to be spending 10 like for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting point. What's the resourceful talent? I can spend 10 like to have something that I want accessible. Oh, cool. Yeah. But also, again, 10 like is not nothing. And I don't know that mm. we require. I mean, it'd be good to have chainsaws going. Certainly would. It's always good to have chainsaws. I hope we bring the chainsaws regardless. Uh, maybe there's a hardware shop in town we can get some fuel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an agricultural area. They must, they must have like tractor fuel and stuff. I guess it's the same kind of fuel. Uh, worst case scenario, I can't make this uh, work using the car's fuel, but we probably should reserve that for you know driving away and all that. Norman gets out of the car and is just going to go and sit down in. Uh in the mill and he'll say um if uh, you're planning on going into town do you mind if i just stay here i'm not really feeling too good what's wrong i fixed your arm <laughs> <laughs> we, we need you with us in case we get a puncture <laughs> <laughs> that's our only good time ryan we need it in the car <laughs> <laughs> He'll just rip it off with the sticky tape that's on there and <laughs> give it back to you. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to change that? <laughs> oh yeah, now's the chance to upgrade him. Chainsaw. <laughs> Chainsaw axe arm. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You got both. No, we're talking. <laughs> He'll uh, say, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just going to rest for a bit, try and get my strength back. Uh, Maybe you can come by and pick me up before you exit. We wouldn't leave you behind, don't you worry. Thank you. Unless, of course, something happens and our life is in danger, then you're going to be stuck here. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll try and avoid that, if we can. It wasn't basic training. (laughs) Don't count on you being alive by the end of the mission, you know? Do you remember reading the file? I'm just saying. Who do you work for again? This is our mission. Yeah, we don't need to tell him that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can make arrangements for yourself, probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, I, I can probably figure it out too, but... um, And also arrangements for us if we don't make it. I like lilies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will put you in our will. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Fedra, would you like to roll a mechanical repair roll to try and get the chainsaws running? Sure, but I was thinking I would preserve the fuel from the car until necessary. Okay, no problem then. Absolutely. Okay. I'll wait until we have uh, some some better better fuel available. Okay. But we'll take them with. Yeah, you load the chainsaws into the car. Uh, Norman sits down and bids you farewell. Do you want to talk about where you're planning on going, or are you just going to drive into town? We should look for fuel, right? 
Yeah, the sun was rising when we arrived, weren't we? So I'm guessing it's still like early in the morning. Yeah. I'll say, as a departing gift, Norman pulls out a map, an old map that he's found, and will hand it over to you. Here is a map. You're currently at the abandoned mill. Okay. Yeah, a small town like this, you think people will probably be up fairly early anyway, but maybe give them like an hour or so if you wanted to uh, wait and then head in at a more reasonable time of morning. What, what, what's our approach going to be here? Are we going to try and sneak in and see what's going on or are we going to act like we're just passers-by? Mm-hmm. Here, if you need me to make anything. <laughs> it's my first mission. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, this, this is, is, this a new, is this what all missions are like? Oh, is this, is this quite unusual for, for a mission? Yeah, the uh, chief, he doesn't like to hang around. We normally ship out and uh, make it up on the fly. All right. Maybe we should go in, keep our eyes and ears open, get the lie of the land. Uh, maybe if anybody asks, we're just, we're tourists, you know? Only I had my air trumpet. That would have helped. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, we could go back for it. But uh, I don't fancy our chances. Ah, it's probably broken anyway. I may have shot it. In <laughs> my defense, I don't think it would be inconspicuous. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's only one foot long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could make two smaller ones with the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going into town stealthily or just as tourists? How about we do a bit of both and we send a couple of you in pretending to be a married couple. <laughs> Jade and Jack, you look like you look like you might make a pair. <laughs> and we'll we'll try and watch from a vantage point and be ready. Sounds like a plan. If only we had some kind of device to communicate with each other from a distance. <laughs> 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 Well, I always said I wanted to honeymoon in Niagara Falls. Not here, but I guess it'll do. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're driving in and dropping off Jane and Jack and then just watching them from the car as they head into, like, a shop or something? Yeah, let's... let's if, if we can find a spot where we can see them so that if they show any obvious signs of distress we can like floor it and get in to get them what, what do you think do you think that's a good plan i think it's team? excellent we just got a big black van and <laughs> like a huge guy <laughs> in like a black suit black tie sunglasses <laughs> and then next to him this other guy also black suit black tie and like a big burn on his face like extremely not government agents don't even worry <laughs> about it <laughs> Wait, what? Did I miss that? Am yeah, I the... I'm staying behind. Do oh. you think me and Jane are the couple? I mean, we could, but I don't think Colter Town is very progressive. You're right. I blanked for a second. <laughs> now that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine then. Yeah, I'll be a tourist in my aforementioned black suit and black. You know what? Well, maybe I'll take off the tie. Oh, you know what? Let loose for once. Let your hair down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on, we're on holidays. <laughs> We're newlyweds. <laughs> Did you bring your Hawaiian and t- Hawaiian T-shirt? Was that your thing in the twenties? Probably not. <laughs> Jack cautiously undoes the top button of his shirt. 
Oh, you're as handsome as the day we met. <laughs> he blushes down over there. profusely <laughs> and tugs at his collar. Now that is a job I could not do. Good thing we're hanging back. Okay. So driving into town, you see that some of the uh, townsfolk are starting to get up and at it. You drive past the city centre which has an old and overgrown statue, which has some, so the grass is overgrown all around it, and it is looking a lot worse uh, for wear. You eventually manage to find your way to a general store, and parking nearby to it, uh, Jack and Jane get out and begin making their way over. The general store, it looks fairly run down, just like the rest of the town. And there's a faded sign reading, Lewis General Store. If we don't got it, you don't need it. And there is a, <laughs> a stained and barely legible sign, but it says open and it is hanging in the doorway. And you can see beyond the glass, um, seated behind the counter of a store is a middle-aged blonde woman who appears to be playing a single-player card game on the front counter. Out of character, what what are we looking for here? Are we going to buy fuel in like a jerry can or something? That is exactly what I was thinking. And uh, as we were driving over, I would have been talking to uh, Buck. Or sorry, do you prefer BJ? I don't care what you call me. We're staying in the car. As long as you call me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I just want to say that I left BJ custody of my shotgun uh, and both chainsaws, but I'm going in with my uh, Colt handgun tucked inside my suit jacket. Okay. So, so BJ's sitting a little bit uncomfortably with an axe that's prodded into his back, <laughs> two chainsaws, a pistol with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Just want you to be ready. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm ready. <laughs> He's always ready. <laughs> okay. The two of you walk through the door it opens with a ring and uh, the lady behind the counter quickly packs up her card game and smiles at you with a big yellow grin she's wearing a dress with a modest neckline and puffy sleeves and she is looking very excited to see you as you walk through the door oh uh, hello I don't believe I've seen you here before oh we're just passing through uh, we're on honeymoon oh well, congratulations. Yes, we are very much in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Blink twice. <laughs> Jane has slipped her arm through uh, through his elbow and is kind of hanging on to him with a big, big smile. Jack's like one side of his face is like twitching as he tries to maintain a smile. <laughs> <laughs> This is how humans look. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh, that's that's just wonderful. Where where did you get married? Oh, uh, well, we um, she she looks at him. It's kind of a secret. <laughs> we eloped. <gasps> we didn't tell our folks or nothing. How scandalous! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's right. Uh. I hate her parents. We had to uh, uh, hit the road, and uh, is it hot in here? <laughs> uh, kinda, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll open a window, and she'll go over to one of the windows and 
pull it open for you. Thank you. Shane is kind of enjoying his uh, discomfort just a little bit, and she she pulls out a lace-edged hanky and mops his brow. There you go, honey. And the scent of Shalimar perfume wafts from the handkerchief. (laughs) (laughs) He blinks rapidly and uh, mutters, Thank you, sweetheart. I I didn't get your names. Uh, My name is Magda. She'll extend a hand to shake. I am, uh, and suddenly she decides not to use her real name. Uh, my name's Anya. That's actually her mother's name, and it's the first name that came to her mind. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pleasure to meet you. My name's Jasper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a family name. Anya and Jasper. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, you came here as tourists, you... I mean, there's not much to do in this little town. Well, we just uh, wanted to see some of the countryside, didn't we, honey? My, yes, I love... (laughs) Sorry, I can't... (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Um, I love uh, the trees... It's so quaint here, uh, so quiet. Uh, the bustle of big city life was really. <clears throat> what did you find, talk? <laughs> is it like sub zero? <laughs> it's actually slow talk. Yeah, yeah, it is a base of five. Okay. This isn't his comfort zone. Uh, social skills, not his forte. So he just <clears throat> was hoping to buy some uh, fuel. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You should ask for condoms now with how good you are. <laughs> Something for the weekend, sir and madam. Uh, I'll have the two... I'll have all of you actually roll spot hidden rolls, please. Ooh, and that's in the car as well. Ooh, okay. In the car spot as well, hidden. yeah. Nice. Okay. I think that in the car right now, Box flicking a Zippo lighter, lighting it and flicking it closed and lighting it, and then turns and says, do you think you could give me a chainsaw for an hour? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Give me six hours. (laughs) How are you with pain? She's uh, contemplating bionic arms as a potential new avenue of research while playing with a necklace that has a cog um, as a charm uh, and does not pay attention to anything that's happening. <laughs> so look how you are. Yeah, like, mm, bionic arms. Um, Buck failed spot hidden by one point, so I think I might spend a point of luck to make it a pass. Okay, very good inside the store did we get any successes uh i got a 42 which is a regular success okay score awesome uh jack's uh sorry jasper's uh frantically darting eyes were two points off a hard success so i could spend some luck if that'd be helpful all right uh the regular success allows you to notice that a lot of the uh store is um, all the store now you're looking at it is stocked only with non-perishable goods like cans and things like that it doesn't appear to be any like fresh pro- produce in the in the store 
Um, whether or not you think that's weird, entirely up to you. Uh, but she'll say, mm. uh, yeah, I, I can uh, get you some gasoline. It's very kind of you. I proffer the empty jerry can we presumably brought from the van. Okay, yeah, she'll take it off of you and she'll disappear out the back for a few moments. Uh, those of you inside the car, you notice that there's a large bearded man on the other side of the street who is just staring into the store and keeping watch over your two friends in there. Hey, Christine, check this out. What's, what's up? What, what is it? Oh, this guy? Yeah, I don't like it. Staring quite a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what can we do, you know, though? We can't really go and like tell him not to stay, you know? God damn, if only you had your trumpet. <laughs> I know it would have been very useful right now. <laughs> we could hear his thoughts, maybe. Uh, not yet, but the next one. Next trumpet. <laughs> let's just keep an eye. I, I don't like this. Mm. Okay, let's, let's, yeah, let, let's, let's watch this time, maybe. <laughs> I'll think about bionic arms later. So, eventually... Magda returns from out the back and will uh, hand you over the full tank of gasoline. It sloshes around as she passes it over to you. It's quite heavy. She'll say an appropriate amount of money for gasoline in that time period. Let's say $3. <laughs> Jane will hand it over. I'm just so pleased that you're in town. Um, we don't get many visitors here and it's nice to see new faces and talk to new people. Well, uh, maybe we'll stop around for the rest of the day. Uh, tell us about the town. Uh, are there many people live here? Is there a... Hey, maybe there's somewhere we could uh, freshen up and, and get some breakfast. Oh, uh, there's no restaurants. But, I mean, you might be met with hospitality if you, uh, if you go and ask. Um, I tell you what, uh, I, I can cook you breakfast if you want. Oh, we... We wouldn't want to put you on twenty trouble, surely. No, it wouldn't be trouble at all. Two honeymooning lovebirds coming into town it would be my pleasure. I haven't had visitors here in ages. Please, I insist. And that's very kind. She'll start sort of walking around the store, picking out things, and putting it in her arms, and beginning to create a little pile of things in her arms for you. But they're all things in cans, right? We're talking like spam and stuff. There's no eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nothing fresh. Like pickled onions and things like that in cans. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Quite <laughs> thirsty though. And you both watch as... Uh, I'm actually going to have you both roll a psychology roll. I was going to say, does she genuinely seem like she wants to make us breakfast or does she seem to want to make us breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's an 11 under 30, hard success. Yay, narrow fail for me, 49. So I don't need to spend any luck, I don't think. Jack, you know something's off about this lady. But what really mm -hmm. sort of sets it in stone for you, Jackstone, uh, yeah. is that <laughs> when she goes to the sort of aisle next to the window, she takes a few moments to stop and adjust the blinds. 
almost one too many times. Mm. And then continues going back to shopping. You two in the car, as you're kind of staring at this man who's gawking inside of the uh, the general store, you watch him nod and then put his fingers to his lips and let out this loud whistle. And immediately you can hear a raucous noise as an angry mob comes out from behind some buildings and begins charging in the direction of the general store. Buck! Shit, it's happening. Run him over! Run him over! (laughs) Yep, yep, I'm going to drive straight at him and knock him over. We are going to end the session there, unfortunately. No! (laughs) No! And it turns out you guys are just killing, like, the local dog catcher or something. (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Lydia, Jilly, Fedra, Hal, and, of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the Scenario book on our website or on DriveThruRPG. Maybe send it some love with a review. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash starsaright, where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10. That's STARS10. One use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at starsalright.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us now. Farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.